look in the eyes of my brother without shedding a tear for my brother. I really wanna try for my brother. Yo! Cause I truly do feel <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. I know y'all loved this last time, so we ready to hit this. Uh, like NBA Street, we coming to you with that volume two. Serving <laughs> 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 it up. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm your host, Stretch. Uh, we got, um, I can't remember any other character's name. Um, Bonafide. <laughs> Bonafide, right. Uh, that was a uh, stealing person, I know. Shit. Oh, well. Uh, yo, um, I'm your <laughs> I'm your host, Josh. I'm joined by my esteemed co-host, uh, Aaron. Yo, yo. We got Adam. So, good morning. Oh. And of course, we got the incredulous Marco Polo. <laughs> I, mean, I, <laughs> I know. I just looked weird. I just got attacked by an ant. <laughs> That's what I was doing over here. Oh, <laughs> oh man, we're gonna jump straight into it. Welcome back. We are here with the audio files volume two. Last time we gave six albums uh to each other that resonated with us personally more. And this go around, we went four because we realized the six was an undertaking that none of us wanted to do again. That's not yeah. that's not none. We that's cared about each other's well-being. So the majority of opinion was like, hey, this is a lot. Okay, I'm not gonna say all of us because that was, that's not true. If y'all want uh, six, send us some funds. <laughs> you want, <laughs> yeah. if, you want, if you want six, uh, tell us how much we need to have a Patreon because that did come up in some recent uh, in some recent reviews. Was like, hey, y'all got a Patreon? I'm trying to contribute, and I'm like, you know what? As much as I want to make that. We want more than just your five dollars, and so. <laughs> but we do appreciate it. We appreciate, we appreciate it. it. Any, anything, everything counts. We just want to make sure that we got the numbers before we go making all this extra content. Uh, but yeah, so we're, we're building, we're growing. We thank y'all for listening. We thank everybody for viewing. Uh, the YouTube is coming up. Uh, um, don't pay attention to the view numbers. We promise that it is actually. <laughs> 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 And the uh, the audio is going, so we're grateful. We're real grateful. Uh, before the we get quality, started, the quality is going up. So the quality is majorly going up. Yeah. Thanks, thanks to our sir editor extraordinaire, who pretty much turned us into Sports Center for music. So, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I was looking like, man, this this layout is gorgeous. And so, uh, shout out to him, brother Johnson. On my bottom left, I don't know how it is. Only Stuart Scott of Ams. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But before we get started, how y'all feeling? <laughs> how y'all feeling? How y'all doing? Man, great. I know. Yeah, I feel good. I feel yeah. good. It's, it's no, my no, first. No, 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 no. It's my first uh, Saturday off in months, so I'm happy about that. <laughs> That's real. So, yeah, man. I would have to say the same. Feeling pretty good. Probably have a smoothie Ooh. after this and go for a nice <laughs> bike ride. <laughs> Keep it pleasant, man. Okay. Marco, how you doing? Feeling good. Feeling this early, early uh morning energy. Feeling good. Right. First Normally this, this is on. our first morning edition. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Normally we record on Friday nights, but uh we had to record on a Saturday morning this go around. And so that's why you're getting all this lovely extra sunlight going on. Yeah, buddy. The day is just getting started. 
Uh, I'm good. I'm good on this end. Um, had a had some emotionally taxing situations that happened, but I'm I'm on the better end of it. I had my my bowl of uh, off brand Hina Cheerios and going to, uh, <laughs> uh, going to a um a skaters protest later. Nice, and, nice. Yeah, just uh just moving on, moving on, because you know protests are still happening. Don't believe don't believe the hype. I must keep on saying this until you know otherwise exists. Don't believe the hype. Ain't nothing changed. Um. I saw the NFL decided that they're going to now play lift every voice and sing for uh, uh, in addition to the national anthem in which I go, who the fuck asked for that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, uh, Breonna Taylor's killers have still not been arrested, even though I do agree that um, um, arresting them just validates the system. They deserve whatever punishment they have earned. Uh, also, and- they given a given the mother, the runaround with all the legalities and the, mm-hmm. the technical stuff. They like kind of playing where with that, as far as like, they don't know who issued the warrant and stuff like oh, that. It's, it's a whole bunch of bullshit. Yeah, the it's, fact it's, that they've, they've made a law to prevent what happened to her uh, and named it after her happening again, but you still haven't arrested the people that killed her. That's crazy yeah. to me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man. But, there's uh there's no good excuse for that. Like that sh- shit is ridiculous. It's it's just no so good excuse for that. And yeah, fuck anybody who thinks otherwise. So now that we got a, now that we've put that in the ether, I'm not gonna say got it out of the way because it it deserves to be spoken at all times. Let's move into this music. Man, I we were saying this before we started recording, so I want to reiterate it. The choices this go round. We're strong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> strong, strong like the neck muscles in Terry Cruz's ignorant ass neck. <laughs> <laughs> I knew he was gonna turn the heat up this time, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, before we turn it up too much, let me just give a shout out to a homie real quick. Oh, right. Uh, right. I want to make sure I shout the homie out. This is the music episode. And uh mm-hmm. homie of mine who I used to who I still know, but I used to work with in Chicago. Shout out to Penguin, which I'm pretty sure is no longer there. But <laughs> yes, it was I, shutting I, the whole fuck down. I'm pretty sure it's a Tesla. It's a Tesla factory now. <laughs> um, but good buddy of mine, Colin, who is a supporter of ours, he has a podcast that goes by the name of Colin and Hef Like Metal. Uh, his buddy, my buddy Colin and his buddy Hef. Um, discuss, Welcome to the crew. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> no. Um, they discuss what they consider to be the most misunderstood genre um, in music, being metal, and they give a different perspective on that. Um, it's mm. very educational, interesting, entertaining. I just checked out the Evanescence and uh, Avenged Sevenfold episode. Mm. It was dope. I've never been a huge fan of Avenged Sevenfold, but but they gave really good points. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to make sure I gave him a shout out because he's the homie. He supports us, and uh, we support him too. So absolutely, shout out to, shout out to Colin and Huff, man. I haven't seen I haven't seen Colin in so long, and so that's really great to hear. Like how he's yeah. doing, and he's doing well. Uh, shout out to Original Penguin. Seventy percent of my wardrobe was made of that <laughs> at one point because of the wonderful seventy um, percent uh, discount that I was getting because <laughs> my because my ex fiance was. Uh, was the manager <laughs> so <laughs> yes, sir. that's crazy uh 
So, yeah. so shout out to her too because she got me the job and just brings it full circle. Shout out to her. <laughs> she's a wonderful person. She, uh, to my knowledge, she's doing well uh, up in Rochester. She's married now, and uh, much love to her and all success to her. Uh, so yeah. Um, how do y'all want to do this? This go around. We want to do it in the AMS order again. We want to rotate it, and so. Uh, <laughs> So last time Aaron started, this time Adam starts, and Aaron will go last. Like, what what are y'all feeling? I feel like keeping it the same. Yeah, that works. Are you cool. trying to put yeah. the heat on me? You trying to put the heat on me? <laughs> unless Aaron, <laughs> unless Aaron feeling the feeling the pressure. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Yo, check my pits. Check my pits. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. Under pressure. <laughs> all right, all right. So remind me. So we um we read off all of our choices, and then you guys right. will give your yeah, so we'll, we'll say we'll say the format formally again. So what we're gonna do is the person who's t- telling their list, they're going to say their four uh, their four albums and give the reason why it resonates with them, or you know why they picked it and chose to put it forward. And then one by one, all of the uh, correspond other correspondents will um, give their to uh, give their feedback and their choices on which two out of said four resonated with them most all right uh let's bring in the uh who wants to be a millionaire lights and get to it and <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, I gotta figure out how to do something now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> all right first in the hot seat let's go now this is in no particular order um, yeah. um i'm going with tommy guerrero he has an album by the name of return of the bastard which is one of my favorite albums of his I, I also have i think he has another one called soul food tequila i think which is another i think that was the first one that i got of his but just to give a little backstory he was a he i think still is or most notably a professional skateboarder from like the 70s 80s mm-hmm. um california um i'm not quite I, I don't honestly don't know if he was making music that early it's the first album i've think maybe in the early 2000s or maybe 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 a little bit before that um, he got known for um, also making dope ass music and uh but as, as far as genre i think i looked it up and the genre is like rock i don't know if i would necessarily call it that though my personal opinion i let you guys give your assessments on that i think it's mm. i don't know I haven't quite been able to figure out what genre I would put him in personally. Um, but uh, I think I might have first got introduced myself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think I might have gotten first first introduced to him in like a skate video. Okay. Uh, which happens a lot too. It's just like when you're watching movies or something, you hear a certain song and it's like, damn, I'd love to skate to that or check it out. And then I, you know, do the proper research. So Tommy Guerrero, Return of the Bastard. Uh I could listen to that album all the way through without any skips, uh, which is still rare for me. Um, it's just smooth and cohesive, man. Uh, fantastic album. So let's get to it. We also have Fink, which consists of a trio of individuals um, with the lead singer being Finn Greenwald. I think. I think the group started more in 2006, 2007. Originally, it was just him, who's the, the, he was a singer, songwriter, 
and he started out doing like electronic music and like DJing internationally. And then around 2006 or 2007, he came out with an album called Biscuits. Uh, uh, I'm a I'm Biscuits and something. <laughs> um, where, 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 where he st- where he uh, where where he started the actual trio that you know as Fink now, but it used to be just him. Uh, fantastic album. I I first got introduced to their music when I was watching an episode of Walking Dead. I think it was like the uh, I think it was right before the credits came on the song Warm Shadow that is on this album Perfect Darkness. Um, it, it struck me. It, it struck a chord. So I, uh, I had to uh, bury myself in the books and do some research. <laughs> yeah, and hit the books, and uh, and I found this album. And a quick funny story about this one is, I used to listen to this album um, when I was still living with my sister when I first moved to Atlanta. I didn't have headphones; so it was just like blaring out of the uh, out of the laptop computer, out of the laptop speaker. And she would she she kept hearing it, and I was singing in my terrible singing voice. I was singing in my terrible, yo, you know, I, I, I'm not afraid, yo, your boy is bad. Uh, <laughs> um, and then maybe that might like, be a compliment in, in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe in my, uh, I think it was like two weeks later, I came home and my sister had bought this album for me and she had it on the couch, which is where I was sleeping at at the time. <laughs> and uh, I was like, yo, this is so dope. I was hyped up. And she was like, yes. I'm glad I could get this for you. Now you can listen to it in the car alone. <laughs> so it was like, it was, it was a gift for me, but it was also a gift for her to not have to hear me playing that shit over and over and over. That's how much I, I love this album, man. Just soulful. The lyrics are cold too. Uh, meaningful. Uh, let's get to it. Next one. The Game, Born to Rap. Now, I have always been a fan of The Game. Um, I don't know if I've always been a fan of his full projects, though. That's why I would say I, I've never given him the proper amount of time and energy to like really listen to his whole discography, because I like all his verses on other people's songs. Uh, I've always thought he was one of the dopest in my mind. I just haven't found his, all of his projects to be great projects, in my opinion. Uh, of course, you got like the documentaries and all that that were great, but this Born to Rap one, I saw. I just happened to be look scrolling on Spotify. You know how they put out like the new, any new like they they highlight new projects and whatever came out that day or that week. So I decided to give it a try and uh, appreciated its dopeness. <laughs> <laughs> I think he has great. I think Dom Kennedy. I think is a dude. He's cold too. Uh, he he has other features like D Smoke on there. Which are, which are amazing. I know you guys will agree. Um, and last, yeah, last but not least, no more Mary Morris. You ain't got to worry. Your boy came with it this time. No more Max will let you know. This laugh is about to be just hot as the first three. Um, Tiana Taylor. She's one that I've always thought was dope too. But once again, I never put, I never gave her enough time. I think she used to be on Star Trek. Um, Record label like Pharrell and somebody oh. else's record label at one point. I know. I remember the show. And it was <laughs> nah, I was nah, like, nah. <laughs> 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 nah, she used to be signed to Pharrell. Was Star Trek just Pharrell's or some his own personal record label? Mm. She used to be signed to Pharrell. 
Yeah, I think it's for them. She, she used to be signed to the to them years ago, maybe like 2006 or so, 2007, I think. Oh, wow. I don't know what happened with that. But the first way I was introduced to her, I was watching an episode of My Sweet 16 <laughs> on MTV. <laughs> and wow. she was having a, she was on it, like having some extraordinary um, birthday party. And they had like skaters in there. And they had like ramps and shit. So at the time, oh, we man. were like, yo, we were skating major in 2006, 2007, hardcore. <laughs> so uh, it caught my interest. Um, How you remember it, any person from my <laughs> is only that? Uh, it's amazing. Yeah. 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 Uh, D-Lo's daughter was on. That's the only yeah. one I, I yeah, literally can remember. It was like, wasn't yeah. C-Lo's daughter? <laughs> C-Lo and I think Lil Wayne, uh, one of Lil Wayne's daughters, I think. Oh, okay. But uh, let's see. Yeah. So that was my first introduction to her. Um, I followed her stuff like with. With, with Kanye, of course, a lot of her features on Kanye's records, and uh, I've always appreciated her. I think she has a great voice. I think she's fine as hell. Um, great, <laughs> great, great abs. Great abs. <laughs> uh, so it, it, and I heard, I think this was the, I think it was one of like four or five albums that Kanye produced all together. Yeah. I think it's what he did, like Nas's, I think it was like hers, pushes several people's. So this was a part of that collective, and I think it came out great. Yeah, Cuddy. <clears throat> yeah, I think I know there was some controversy about how it came out. If there was some leaking or something, or they couldn't get certain samples cleared or whatever. So, but uh, I gave it a try because I've always been a fan, and I, I think it was amazing, man. I think this album is really cool. So I think her, her, and uh, Kanye was kind of in getting into it because uh, he wanted to change the. Uh, artistic you know direction of her music mm. uh, and she i think i honestly i think she was on twitter and stuff saying like she don't this is not really the album that she was trying to put out yeah this current album and specifically with this one yeah yeah mm. i think i think this was her latest solo project no she just actually she just released one like a couple um, weeks really, she just released a self-titled album oh word okay yeah. well i hope that one is more in line with what she was wanting to put out originally, then hope she found that that free. Wait, Marcus, is is that what you were saying? Is that the the album she just released is the one that she's no, like? No, this is the one, the one that the, I put on the list. The one that oh, Aaron the one. is the oh, one that Aaron yeah. suggested is the one that she didn't really uh, like. I guess she off didn't on. approve of it because they changed yeah. it so much. Gotcha. But gotcha. nevertheless, I mean, it's still. Is still quality. It's just mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, not yeah. exactly what she wanted. Uh, it's not her vision. Yeah, right. Yeah, I thought so too. Um, yo, just one quick run back to the Fink album. I didn't. I didn't give them their due and to say that they're. I want. It, it's important to know that they are from the UK. So I don't want to. Yeah. I, I just because not all artists are from America. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I feel like it could be. It's, it's significant to say <clears throat> they're from the UK. Yeah, exactly. It's some proper, proper blokes. <laughs> so uh, before we before we get into like our feelings on your choices, um, I want to make sure we touch back on. And you might have said this, and maybe I, maybe I just didn't fully hear it. What is it about these projects that um, that particularly resonated with you? Like mm-hmm. why 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 is beyond you being like feeling like you know oh it's a dope musical project is it something about these projects in particular that like move you a certain way or uh, um 
or make make you feel something or were you at a certain point in your life when you were feeling whatever you were feeling is anything of that nature in regards to these projects and i'm gonna grab some water real quick word up yeah, he's like, yeah, this is about to be a long explanation. Let me go ahead and get some water for this motherfucker. Sorry, Frank. Let me go ahead and give me some water real quick. Oh, no. <laughs> now, uh, I would say, man, that'd be tough to, I wish I could say, I'm sure that was the case in regards to like, if I paid attention to what place I was in, I could give a better explanation to why that particular album or music at the time, gravi- like I gravitated towards it, why it resonated with me so much. Um, I would not be able to go into detail on that right now, but I can say for sure that all of these albums that I named, I could listen to front to back with no skips um, mm. and be completely pleased with them. Completely pleased. Um, they're, they, and I guess the, the other thing that might be just as important or more important, they moved me. Like they, uh, like the, the albums that I, that I uh, put in my, my, submissions that I put in last time, volume one, mm-hmm. uh, there was at least, there was, there was at least a bunch of songs. Not every song on the album moves me, but I would say that on these albums, for sure, the whole album gave me, hit me in that same, like struck that same chord. Mm-hmm. They all hit me like in that way where I think I mentioned it last time where like, it feels so good to hit me in a way or it feels so good that like I imagined myself on stage singing the songs and like and, and that's when I know it's dope. That's when I know I like it. When I can picture myself <laughs> on stage like like moving twenty thousand people, I know like I you know. But yeah, they all they all just uh made me feel good, man. Word. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, that was a very good question. I think that's what you say last to time it, they tickled your fancy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 Exactly. I could definitely say that this, these albums I chose, I don't want to use the word darker. Not, not darker. Uh, like heavier, denser. He- heavier, maybe more, maybe slightly melancholy. Heavier. Yeah, I can get that. Uh, one in particular, I know how you feel. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get there for you. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, if, 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 yeah, you could be sure that if I put it on this list, that it moved me in some way for sure. Word, word. Yeah. Cool. Who wants to go first? By the way, y'all, that was me blowing a kiss at my girl who's about to leave. Not, not like the audience, <laughs> and, not, and not my. If anybody's wondering, it's not. It's not at my. My three companions, my, my three fellow uh, Mike, Mike mates. That's my lady who's about to leave. <laughs> I just want to clear something up real quick. I just want to clear it up. Now I'm jealous and shit. Here I am thinking that she was showing physical affection. I know. In our fans, you, you saying our fans don't deserve that? Right. <laughs> um, um, okay, I, I guess since nobody's jumping out, I'll go. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yo, yo, were my albums, were my albums trash? <laughs> I was like, I asked, and then everybody went. <laughs> it's like, nope. <laughs> I always feel weird about, I always feel weird about volunteering. Like first, like like the like the teacher's pet. Like uh-huh. that's how I always feel. That's like I want to be first. <laughs> it was like, yeah. Uh, okay, so. 
Let me make sure I'm looking at the right list. There it is. Um, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give my general feelings uh, toward everything, and then I'll say my my top my two tops, right? <clears throat> top twos. Um, so first of all, that Tommy Guerrero album thoroughly enjoyed it. I completely forgot he was a skater. <laughs> uh, like when you said it just now, it made me remember. But I kept I kept telling myself like I know I've heard the name Tommy Guerrero before. And I couldn't pinpoint where it was. And what's funny is I, I thought maybe he was like a, a, a clothing line or something like that from back in the day. And I like I couldn't I could put my finger on it. And, and I'm sometimes I'll Google. Sometimes I won't. Admittedly, uh, I'll just be lazy and go. Yeah, OK. I, I don't <laughs> know that I care to find out more. I'm going to just indulge what's in front of me. Um, and so really, really enjoy the uh, how eclectic the sound is. So when you say like it's hard to give it a genre, I'm like, yeah, that makes complete sense because yeah. the sound, the sound varies so beautifully. Um, think. Um, it's never good when it starts with um. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't. I I didn't hate it. I didn't dislike it. I, I, let me, yeah, I did. I didn't actively dislike it. I just uh, even even the more emo parts of me didn't necessarily vibe with it. Uh, it was that thing of like, this is very, as you said, melancholy. This is really, this is what I imagine like Raven from Teen Titans listens to in like her spare time. <laughs> um that's a shot so, that's a shot <laughs> no I'm, I'm like you know it's just that thing where it's like if you are you know cloaked and ominous and all of that like this is what i assume like, <laughs> oh, I, I take that literally i just see somebody wearing a cloak <laughs> i know what you mean though. <laughs> like this is what i assume like you're like oh yeah this this is like my soundtrack um Right. You know, I, I have so, a quick question though. Um, what's up? Would you say the album as a whole? Because there were definitely some songs in there that were that, that I wouldn't call like a melancholy song. Maybe that maybe the album, sure. like the, the the vibe of the album in some way. But there were there were some uplifting moments. Um, just the, I think the soul the soulfulness that surprised me with them was was really cool. It's smooth sounds. And here's the thing. Absolutely, I think that <clears throat> I think the the term and sentiment of soulful is objective um yeah. or subjective i mix those two up all the time so i could have said the wrong one yeah, um, subjective i know what you mean subjective uh but i'm not saying that i don't feel that it was soulful i think that the ways in which it it feels soulful to you isn't my experience uh gotcha and so while the, while there are more moments of uplifting and i'm sure if I did more to investigate lyrics, then I probably would have a different experience. Mm -hmm. But tonally and sonically, it kind of was monotone. Mm -hmm. It felt monotone for me. Gotcha, gotcha. I can see that. Similar, I know what you mean. Like similar sounding yeah. records, like throughout, like back to back to back. Yeah, right. I feel you. Get them cracks out, Adam. I feel you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, the game, born to rap. I. Was very surprised with this because I've never listened to a whole game album. Um, I've honestly couldn't tell you the last time I've actively listened to game rap since the Boost Mobile commercial. 
which was one of the, which is one of the dopest commercials, man. Where you uh, at? <laughs> yeah. Um, and so I, yeah, I, I've never I've never gone out of my way to listen to the game. I've never not respected him as a lyricist as an artist, but I've just never gone out of my way to listen to him. And so I was genuinely surprised when I was like tonally and sonically, I enjoyed this. Um. Uh, we were talking offline and Marcus had brought this up and I'm sure he'll say that uh, I, he might say this again, but it was a lot of name dropping and that was, he was like, okay, he's not going to say it again. So I'll say it. Uh, there was, uh, <laughs> uh, it was a lot of name dropping, which was a little odd. Yeah, oh, yo, just, yo. That's regular. <laughs> oh, that's yo. That regular? No, it, yo. That's normal. It, it, was, it was odd for me who was not, uh, who does not frequent music. And I was like, it just seems yeah. it just seems weird that you you keep bringing up yeah yo tell him to step in this light tell him to step in this light <laughs> I called Dre yesterday <laughs> you know, like, yo, that's, like every song is is you just name dropping you know all the connections you got and I was like oh, it's a little odd um and so that was weird but sonically it was interesting I think it's a little it's the opposite of what that Fink uh, album is where. I, I enjoy albums where uh, every song sounds drastically different, but there's there's still a theme that's followed, and I didn't necessarily feel that with this, and so it seems a little what's the word? Not sporadic. It, it seems a little askew uh, ener- energetically, where it's like now I'm gonna be gangster rap, and now I'm gonna go to country, and now I'm gonna go like it, and it's just it just jumped around a little a little much for me. I mean, um, yo, but they, I did. Yeah. I, I mean, did. They even put a cross on Jesus' back. So <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did. And Tiana Taylor uh, again have never actively pursued her music. Uh, was and in real life had never actually heard her sing prior to um, what you call it. Not at least not co- uh, consciously heard her sing prior to. Uh, uh, what was that? Hustle and flow, rhythm and flow. Um, and oh, so, yeah, yeah. and that cameo she did on, on rhythm and flow was the first time I really heard her sing. Prior to that, um, I was the Kanye video that kind of irritated me because of uh, people being like, Oh, she's such a great dancer, and I have very opposing feelings toward that. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so. I agree with you. She's fine as shit, but that is irrelevant <laughs> uh, <laughs> to her Yo, music had, and her sound. So, trust and believe. I'm a, I'm a dancer. I love Shepherd. I love uh, Iman Shepard. Shout out to you, <laughs> and shout yeah. out to her for the work that I'm sure she does in order to be as fine as she is. And so, man, oh man, for, for the organic parts and for the parts that uh, that require <laughs> to your rituals and regiments. Um, yeah. Uh, as far as her music and sound, I was like, yo, this is actually, it's, it's not actually, but like, this is really nice. I enjoyed it. It's a beautiful R&B sound. I think it does kind of fall in line with R&B of today as far as the hers, et cetera. It falls in that same kind of like scope of sound. So it's not necessarily that different, but it is good. And so, Maybe that's what she didn't like about it. We can, maybe, only, yeah. we can only speculate, but. Yeah. That's that, a that, point, that, that, that that's a valid speculation um and so that, that that was my general feeling of it is do i think that this is special meh do i think it's good yes 
Um, and so yeah, so my top two would definitely be Tommy Guerrero and probably Tiana. So my number one is Tommy, and my number two would be Tiana. Word. Okay. okay. Nice. That was a proper assessment. <laughs> it was. Very good. A- I try. I try to be thorough. You know. <laughs> Oh. So uh I'll go. Yo, 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 don't look too excited, Marcus. Don't look too excited. <laughs> I didn't I didn't wanna take Adam uh spot. No. Adam uh, lying in the cut like he was born. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like he was about to jump in like double dutch. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was thinking too. Not then, but like earlier when like nobody went, you know, they mm. do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So um I'm gonna go in reverse order of how you had it. <laughs> Just to switch it up. So uh the Tiana Taylor KTSE. Um I have I had heard her work uh in the past, but not like the whole album or whatever. Um, but I do, you know, I agree with everybody else. She, she has a great voice. She's beautiful. Um, as far as this album, um, I liked it. I thought the samples were beautiful. I liked the production a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, even though for, I guess, like Josh said, it, it fits in kind of like today's, uh, R&B sound. Um, a lot of the songs were like 240 or something like that, like as as mm. far as the length of it. But um it was it was pretty it was pretty creative. I like I like the I like the production again. Um and her it just fit her voice fit the production really well and the songs were the songs were good. Like you I just can't I, f- I find it hard to uh find something bad about this album, you know? Um, so it was, it was overall good. I enjoyed it. Uh, the Game Born to Rap. Um, I'm pretty familiar with Game. Um, when I when I first started listening when I, to this album, I was pretty surprised. Like, sonically, in the beginning, it, it set a good, kind of good palette for listening to music with the it was very instrumental uh intro mm. kind of melodic and uh you know easy going or whatever but he he kind of i feel like he was definitely trying to make a statement like with this album like as far as like his place in hip hop or whatever right right yeah, hold on one second bro I, and this is his last album i think oh really yeah. I, I think oh, that's okay, partly so. why he was making that statement yeah yeah right. okay i definitely i definitely received that tone of it like trying to submit his place like in in hip-hop and um and he got a good case i mean he'd been around for a long time and he'd been pretty quality uh i haven't been able to follow his whole career because he kind of i feel like he always had his his intensity but mm-hmm. i he he got kind of gimmicky in there somewhere with all his uh, media stunts and uh, 
just some of the stuff he says and does to get attention when he's dropping the album. I don't really mess with. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, one, one, a few, like the beginning was amazing. Like the first half was amazing to me. And um, he, I feel like he always uh, has a lot of tracks on his album. Mm-hmm. Um, but this, the beginning was amazing. Like I said, the, uh, the song with D Smoke and then yeah. that song, The Light, that you I think you was talking about. <laughs> Tell him step in his light. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, he was I think he was doing his uh control uh type response. Type <laughs> Not response, but just like oh, okay. trying to it's have that cool. type of uh vibe or whatever. Mm. Uh and uh the the beat was really dope for that. So I was feeling that. Uh, Think Perfect Darkness. Um, I feel like it was a very like introspective type of mm. type of feeling that it gave. Yo, and, maybe that's um, why I hit like that. I think that's a you, you explained it better when Josh asked me how it resonated with me. I think it was more like like that's where it hit me. Also, yeah. that, that's a good way to say it. Yeah, I think it's like <clears throat> it does that to you, like make you introspective. I think. And mm. I just kept, I kept thinking of like <clears throat> autumn, like fall time, like in the, in the forest somewhere. Like it just gave me like, <laughs> it, it put me there. Like <laughs> mm. nice. it was really, it was really, uh, I guess that word like melancholy, we going to keep using that. I can't think of any other. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was a bit that, and, um, I think towards the end of the album, it got really like minimalistic, kind of maybe. Mm. Um, and what would you say this like folk music? It's, <clears throat> I think they're considered some sort of rock, but okay. yeah, I mean, um, yeah. but I, I I do think there are folk elements. I could definitely yeah. see him like like I've listened to him sing. Um, uh, what is it like? What is it called when it's no music? What is it acoustic called? Acapella. Acoustic, yeah, yeah. Acoustic. I've seen him sing some of the acoustic same Acoustic or acapella? A- acoustic. Probably both. <laughs> I'm going to go with both. I'm going to go with both for 5,000. Uh, I mean, acoustic is like, there's just like a guitar. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, my bad, my bad, my bad. So, yeah, uh, with the guitar, like, so it's with, okay, like so less it's music. Acoustic, yeah. yeah, just more more simplistic. Yeah, it was, he definitely has like a, he definitely has a folk sound, but I think he mixes it well, like with the there's some soul in there too, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like a like a contemporary folk or alternative folk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, the music part about it was like it like the, like I said, it was kind of minimalistic, and I I heard like layers of strings and stuff like that, which mm-hmm. I usually like. Um, it was okay, you know, like. I could appreciate certain aspects about it, but I don't know if it necessarily put me in a like uh, the right place. I don't know, not not mm-hmm. the right place, just maybe not how I was feeling at the time. But mm-hmm. I think I understand the the vibe of it. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the other one? What's the oh yeah, Tommy Guerrero, Return of the Bastard. Uh, 
it it was really like I could swear like one of those songs like I heard in a home improvement uh, commercial or like one of the, one of the, <laughs> one of those uh, Lowe's, or Man- Lowe's like theme song or something. But well, one can only imagine what you're gonna say next. <laughs> I, that's I hate it. I thought really... Tim Allen, and I was like, "Wait, yeah." Um, but yeah, I I liked um I liked it. Um, I never, I guess, I never really listened to an album like this. You know, like just guitar and a few other elements. Love that. Uh, it is. And is like faster pace some of it, which is which is interesting. I liked uh I forget what song it was, but it was kind of fast paced. It was a shorter song, but I had to give that one a uh a spin a couple of times. That was it was really dope. <laughs> nice. Um but yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh I see he had a, like a whole lot of albums. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. I'm only familiar, I'm only really familiar with like two, or may, maybe two and a half. But like he had, he has a lot of joints. But he's been doing it for a while. I would not be surprised if he did a lot of placements though for like for commercials and stuff. Because I <laughs> it gave me that that vibe. Like, oh, yo, that'd be cool. I, I mean, I, I, that's not even hating it. I'm no, just no, like, no, it's just it's like, like, it's like yeah. ex- exciting guitar, like little little. uh little pockets that he get into that's like yeah. commercially to me. I didn't know that like Queen had done several big like jingles or promotional snippets for for like business. I think they did something with like MGM or something like that. Something that we all know. Mm-hmm. I forgot which one it was, but like the Queen did it, which is like really cool. When you want an artist that you really like something unique that you didn't know about them, you know, going in a different lane, but their music just works for that, you know. Yeah, I've been. I had seen Queen's music used for car commercials for years, but I wasn't sure if that was like a formal deal they made or that was something that the record company made with their masters. Yeah, <clears throat> that's a good. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So, um, for my two, I'll pick uh, Tiana Taylor and between Tommy Guerrero and the Game, I'm gonna go with. The game, just because some of the heights that it went to was pretty good and the production. I wasn't it kind of surprised me. So mm-hmm. I, I'll go with that one. Nice. That's real. Oh, something I forgot to acknowledge about that Tiana Taylor album. It was a uh, real interesting to hear. And because I don't really know, um, what's the uh that song, um, Fuck this pussy, I think it's called. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, FTP. Yeah, yeah. That's a uh, that's a that's a Vogue beat, and yeah. so um, I, I haven't really heard that many mainstream artists that do embrace that uh, that community like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was that was cool of her to as a as a queer woman kind of you know push that genre of music a little more to the forefront. Um, and hopefully, you know, in, in embracing you know the 
queer women and trans women that, you know, help to build that community, et cetera. So I don't know what she did with it after that, but, or she provided any work, but that was, that was dope in itself to me, as long as it wasn't like an appropriation of some sort. I don't know. Yeah. I really do think she is an artist that does like think outside the box. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. I think that's kind of why, um, I think that's kind of why Star Trek, like gave her a shot and kind of gravitated toward because mm. they are always kind of yeah. think uniquely in that way or their own thinkers, of, if you will. Yeah, I think I think Kanye keep people like that around him, like Kid Cudi or whatever. And mm. I don't know if it's selfishly because sometimes they don't come out come out as much as they want to, or right. I just get that feeling <clears throat> when they talk. Like she, she's a very straightforward person, and yeah. <laughs> You can see that she can't hold back when she has criticism and she definitely criticized Kanye a few times. Mm. And I like, I like, and I hope that Kanye can take that. Like, I like that. Like, it seemed like, yeah, because he, he always prides himself and speaks about the fact that he keeps geniuses around him to like help them create the best kind of music. And I would hope that like, if he has an opinion on something, he would respect the fact that other people have an opinion on shit too, their own music, especially. You know, I think I've heard Big Sean speak about that before when people ask him, like, yo, do you tell Kanye you don't like something? He's like, hell yeah, I do. <laughs> you know, you got to be able to do that, I think. I always want to believe that, you know, it's always best intentioned and everything when it comes to Kanye. But then you also hear the other stories of like how um, when when uh, T-Pain was coming up, Kanye would clown him for the whole autotune thing, but then turn around and did it. I think he, yeah. I think he had said that Kanye was one of the first ones to use auto tune. I think that's why he was doing that. I think he said he used it on uh, college but dropout he, or, the, or something like that. I mean, you know, eight oh eight is an entire entire yeah. auto tune album. But I'm saying like it was a thing of he uh, he brought T Pain in to like help him out, teach him, and all of that kind of stuff, and uh, uh, openly clowned him while making music using the information that he learned. Yeah, and so it's like. I, I want to believe the the former of all positivity, but then you you know, T Pain ain't got no reason to to lie about know. that shit. Yeah. yeah. True. But anyways, AJ, mm-hmm. it's on you, brother. Yep. Okay. So, all right, I'll start with think. Uh, <laughs> I actually, I'm just random order. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> I actually heard of them actually the same way that Aaron did uh, through mm. the the Walking Dead, and I actually did the exact same thing. I went and <laughs> got the mm. song back back then. I guess I got it on iTunes. Um, iTunes was still a thing. Uh, <laughs> then I then I actually uh, tried to listen to the album because you know, like when like you you hear a song and like I wonder if the rest of the album like this yeah. or similar mm. to that, yeah. and it was. But it's just not what I was necessarily looking for, I guess. Yeah. Um, with that being said, I still don't think it's a bad album. Because, like, that type of <laughs> melancholy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh, actually, I'm, actually, I'm going to use the word. It's, for me, it kind of comes off as, like, shadowy. <laughs> like, like a... Mm. Like, no, I do. Like, yeah, that's a, I like that. Actually. Almost as if, like, almost, almost as if, like, you can only listen to that album if, like, there's no sun outside. Like it's overcast that day. <laughs> like, it it feels like fall to me. Like yeah, like bon- it's, you you got to make a bonfire with this. Yeah. <laughs> got to make a bonfire with, to this one. Yeah, because <laughs> you know, you're right. You're gonna heat it up. <laughs> yeah. 
Mm-hmm. But for me, like, I definitely, I don't mind that genre. I, I feel like I'm a very melancholy person. So it's like, <laughs> you know, like for me, like it's rained a lot this summer or spring, whatever. And I, every time it rains, I, it just makes me happy. So like when it, the sun goes away and the clouds come out, I'm in a better mood. So I don't know. So with that being said, like, I thought it was like kind of Mark said, it was okay. Um, There's definitely a few songs that I like. Warm Shadow being one of those that I really liked. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that. Um, the game, uh, Born Born to Rap. Like for me, like when, when he first came out, uh, it was kind of, I think he signed with, uh, with, with G-Unit or whatever. Like I was actually a huge fan uh, of his. And, um, but after his first two albums, I kind of stopped following for whatever reason. I don't even know why. I just I just kind of lost interest. But um, I I knew that he, I knew that he could always rap. I had no uh denial in that. But like I said, I just I guess that that genre of rap I kind of just stopped listening to. I guess like that sound. Um, but listening to this album, it kind of reminded me of why. Like at one point, he was kind of like when you, people were talking about like the hottest, you know, people mm-hmm. out, he was one of those people at one point. Right. And to me, this album kind of like reminded me of that. Like, Oh, he was like, you know, that dude, like in 2004, 2005, you know, mm-hmm. whenever he came, I don't know yeah. when he came out, but it was around that time, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And kind of like what I was saying, it kind of feels like it is a statement album. Like he was saying, like, it's, he's, it kind of sounds like he's saying like, don't forget about me kind of what mm-hmm. I got about it got from it and not in, not in a bad way not like he's begging nah. people to pay attention to him just like like remember you know who I was <laughs> um um although I also got like a tinge of like I feel like he didn't have to do that though I feel like he he has so much history like like when like it's all said and done you know 20 years from now he is a part of hip-hop history and I feel like you don't you don't have to keep reminding people that you're who you are. That's just my opinion. As far as he's concerned, some artists, they got to do that. But I don't think he's one of those people that necessarily have to be like, you know. I think he's kind of always done that, though. When yeah. I think about, like, he just the fact that he uses all the, the name dropping he does is, like, trying to tell you, like, I know, you know, mm-hmm. I know these great people. I've been around. I'm great, you know. Yeah, but but that's that's kind of the nature of rappers though too, like yeah. being kind of kind of braggy. So yeah, I think that's it goes it along with like <laughs> the whole idea of people saying you're stealing when you're rapping, when you're like just sampling somebody's music, paying homage. I mean, Jay Z speaks about Biggie's lyrics all the time, or used to, you know. Yeah. So might be paying homage. I don't know. Anyway, continue. Yeah, I use a big, I use a big verse. I'm only bigging up my brother. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah. but anyway, uh, <laughs> who else is on this? Uh, Tommy Guerrero, Return of the Bastard. So, like y'all was saying, like that genre, whatever his genre is, it's kind of hard to, you know. And for me, I like to use the word fusion because uh, mm-hmm. it's like he's taking like a lot of. Because I can definitely, I think he's Mexican. I don't, I'd hate to be that guy and say he's Mexican when he's something else. I, I really think he is Mexican. I think so too. Um, Mexican American. And you can definitely hear, hear that like Spanish guitar in there, but along with some jazz and then maybe a little bit of funk in there too. So it's like, it's like a lot of, uh, and there's like a lot of genres mashed into one. And the, the first time I've heard of him was actually, um, 
through I hate to bring them up again because I feel like I bring them up way too much, but <laughs> Krongbin, like the the, the radio station <laughs> uh, on Pandora. So I'll play that a lot. And then his music comes up a lot on that. And like mm-hmm. b- b- before when I, I never heard of him, you know, a song play, like, oh, who's that? I'll look and like, okay, I never heard of him, but cool. But then as time went on, I would hear a song that I've never heard. I'm like, I bet you that's that Tommy guy, whatever. And I look at my phone, like, sure enough. So the cool thing about his music to me is like, it all sounds different, but you know it's him. So it's like, he, he has it like a style, but his his music doesn't sound the same, which a lot of artists fall into that sounding the same, but he he doesn't. Like, he legitimately sounds different. Um, at least the songs that I've heard that weren't on this album, and I know we're talking about this album, but the songs that I've heard that weren't on this album sound completely different, but you know it's him. Mm-hmm. As far as this album is concerned, though, I mean, it's just a good album. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I love music that don't have words to it. So that's right up my alley. Um, and, and like I said, like the mix of different genres and elements is that's always cool to me. The artists do that and can do that because everybody can't. So, and the skating thing, I didn't know he was a skater until um, I think the first time you mentioned him was during the first audio files episode oh, right yeah. and i and I, I remember i grabbed a picture of him just as a reference and then that's when i saw like pictures of him skateboarding as yeah. well yeah i don't know he was a skater either yeah so i thought i thought that was cool which is cool you know yeah right up our alley information. <laughs> yeah. yo then, before before you keep going adam um i just caught this because it made me look it up uh guerrero uh although born in san francisco california uh he is of Ohlone native. I don't know how to actually say this word, but he's Native American, Chilean, and Filipino. Man, Man. I feel bad for saying Mexican. Yo, edit that no. shit out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you don't really know, but like yeah. that's a that's a really that's a really interesting like mix. Yeah. But no, I'm, I'm no, I'm glad you you did, you. That's one less thing I have to go back and look up because I typically look up these little bits of information. Right. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but um that's really an interesting combination of people yeah that's what I'm or saying. Ethnicity. <laughs> ethnicity um and lastly tiana, tiana taylor ktse i wish i would have looked up just know what that stood for but i actually didn't look it up uh, keep the same energy oh okay or keep oh. The same energy. Oh, okay. okay so that album kind of like what josh said i never i knew who she was obviously but i never listened to her music because frankly, I'm just not really into R&B to that extent where like I'm going to check out a new artist like that unless I accidentally hear something like, oh, that's cool. But um, but I will say after listening to it, I definitely liked it. I liked it a lot, actually. And um, <laughs> I was listening to this in the car. And then when the song Three Way came on, I was like, <laughs> it, it just it kind of was it, it took it kind of caught me off guard because I was I was. I was uh, at work. I was on the clock, but I was driving. So I was like, you know, just, you know, just driving down US 30 or whatever. And then this, then these lyrics started. I'm like, <laughs> okay, where is this going to go? And it just kept kind of intensifying. Yeah, dude. That should almost <laughs> make you hit that media. That you doing? Yeah. <laughs> You'd be making a left turn and almost hit the media. Like, what? Going on? <laughs> so like, and for me, I, I like songs like that where it's like, it's not standard r&b where it's like okay we're gonna we're gonna talk about this love song and we're gonna talk about lighting candles and i like that it was like it was r&b but like x like x-rated essentially 
mm-hmm. and I'm sure there's plenty of music out there like that. But like I said, I'm not a regular R&B listener, so I don't know. So right. for me, that was cool. And then like with Josh, when FTP came on, that also was jarring <laughs> and funny. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, my you know, girl it, and I got down with that one. <laughs> yeah, inspire some love making. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, yeah, like it, it was, it was great. And actually, you know, since I'm, I've described all four of them. That was actually my number one pick. Actually, was Tiana Taylor. Nice. Um, and then number two was Tommy Guerrero. And um, and the other reason why that one wasn't the top one is because. In like I've heard his music before, and this album wasn't necessarily my favorite music that uh, he's made, but it it's still great. It just wasn't, you know. Actually, and so, but the Tiana Taylor album was just like, I guess you could say I was surprised by it. And I was I was the most surprised by that album, and uh, maybe that's why it's my top one. But it just it was a pleasant surprise. I'm, and I, it was when Kanye was doing those short albums. Mm-hmm. I wish this had had like five more songs on it, but. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's nothing wrong with 18 minutes, though. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, Yo, that says a lot, my... though. If you yeah, wish it has exactly. five more songs, that says a lot. Yeah. 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 Word. Yeah. So, that, uh, so that brings Tiana Taylor to three, uh, Tommy Guerrero to two, and uh, Game yeah. has one. Yeah. Hey, real quick, that, the, that one song that I was vibing with a lot from Tommy Guerrero was called No Time for Time. Uh, okay. I think it was like the shortest, may have been the, sh- well, one of the shortest songs on there, but it was like, I was getting into that one yeah. in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. That's cool, yeah. man. Yeah. Oh. This, this was a really good, a really good list. Yeah, man. Uh, and I'm not saying, I'm not saying everything needs to be compared or anything, but it was definitely, I feel it was stronger than the first week's list. Um, For sure. But, I agree. Yeah. That's it. Dope. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. Uh, to sound more um, forward and asshole-ish, it was definitely better than the first list. All because <laughs> of Marymore. Um, <laughs> 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 if I got to choose between Fink and Marymore, I'm going with Fink. <laughs> so. Yo, I'm going to need two more beers just early in the morning. Just killing me. Killing me. Heating it up. Yo. I feel like she's got to end up on a merch shirt sometime in the future. Some weird or nothing. If we uh, if we just put that roast hand like this, like, <laughs> at, at, at like a, a, a stencil of the album cover, so we can't be sued. Yeah. Um, Damn, but look, yo, just make sure you put that Grammy on there too. Make sure you add that Grammy on the shirt. We good. <laughs> and draw Grammys that don't up. mean nothing. <laughs> Grammys don't mean nothing. No, <laughs> All right, man. Somebody well, else Grammys go. mean right. a little bit. No, like, a little bit. Of course, they do, you know, as most awards do at the same time, you know, just because you have a Grammy doesn't necessarily completely validate you. No, no, uh, it doesn't. It, de- sure. it depends because uh, when they gave uh, depends on who you asking. <laughs> Cardi a, a Grammy that one year, that was like right acceptable because I f- yeah. she beat out did she beat out Kendrick that year? Was it Nipsey Hussle? I mean, it might have been she beat I think out it was Nipsey. Yeah, and everybody was heated over that. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But it's the same thing of uh, Macklemore beating Kendrick for album of the year. Yeah, it's, it's a popularity thing. It's a popularity yeah. thing. It and depends on she... and the popularity is who's who's ever on that committee. 
I can't, I can't remember what she, I think she might have won the Grammy for like the best country album or something. I don't even know any a lot of the, enough enough of the other artists to really compare. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. And, and I'm not saying they don't matter because they do, but some sometimes they really do just give it to like, you know. Yeah. And I don't know enough. Like you said, I don't know enough about country artists to know if it was well deserved or not. But yeah, good for her. Oh, yo, just yo, just add it on the shirt right next to the row sand. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> just add it to the shirt. <laughs> It's gonna be it's gonna be some subtext right under it. Be like, this doesn't really matter. <laughs> yo, yo, somebody will come out with a shirt for us. Yeah, for sure. Oh, sure. I'm sure <laughs> she, she has some diehard fans out there that's gonna help us blow up by coming at us, being like, "Well, don't I even fucking listen to y'all? Who the fuck are you, niggers?" You know? <laughs> oh, come on, come on, man. Come on. You gonna put me in a real bad light? Like he's the he's the lightest he's the lightest motherfucker on the podcast, like like in this white chick <laughs> with these racist ass supporters. Hold on, man. <laughs> it's okay. You know, we'll we'll, we'll get our following somehow. Um. <laughs> Yo, my black side is quickly walking away, <laughs> creeping out, creeping out slowly. All right, Adam, it's on you, sir. All right. Let's see. What did I submit? Um, <laughs> okay. See. Here we go. Yeah. So I, I really, I really, this list for me, I feel like I really like this list. But um, so number one, Tom Misk, I think that's how you pronounced it, uh, with geography. So for me, I know this is going to sound like everybody I listen to, I discover on Tiny Desk. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but for but for this guy, I did actually discover him on, or I, I don't like using the word discover. I stumbled upon his work on Tiny Desk because <laughs> it makes it sound like he didn't exist before I heard him. But yeah, no, come anyway, on. um, yeah. <laughs> but um, so him, yeah, yeah, that's the first time I heard him was on that, and I thought it was great. So I looked up his album, and um, the reason why this album, I think, is a great album, but the reason why it it resonated with me so much. Because I, I I heard this first when I was in in, in Korea, when I was uh and at, at the time I, I I still am heavily into photography, but at that time I was heavily into photography because there really wasn't nothing else to do, so I kind of emerged myself deeply into that hobby, mm-hmm. and what I would do is I would take the train up to Seoul, or whatever, which is for people that listen that's the capital of South Korea, so I would take the train up there and I would listen to this album a lot for for whatever reason i would just start start at the top and just hit play and i would walk around and take photos and just so it was very it's for this album for me it's a very memory based you know uh it's very memory based of why i like it so much because it, it reminds me of good it's like one of my favorite things to do and like that period of when i was in korea was like one of like artistically it was is one of the greatest periods of my life to be honest with you because i created wow. so much uh and so that's why the album is on the list um then number two alina baraz with urban flora uh i think i want to say the first time i heard this i was in florida at the time so had to be like 2015 2016 time frame i don't really remember the first time i heard it um actually maybe maybe my wife maybe i played a song or two and i heard that might have been the first time i heard her but for this album it's just for me it's just very 
it's just a very peaceful album. Like I listen to it at night a lot. I feel like it's the only time you should listen to this album is at night. <laughs> um, it's just like her voice is so like she doesn't have a big powerhouse voice or anything like Whitney Houston or you know Adele or anything. But it's just it's very what's the word I'm looking for? It's just it's a very like sultry. It's very sultry. Like it's a very seductive sound in my opinion, and I, I really like that about her voice. Um, also, even though the first time I heard it was in, in Florida, which is like 2015, 2016, I actually played this a lot in Korea as well. Um, and I think I, I think it was I think I was kind of doing the same thing. Like I was just, just walking around the city and just listening to this. And it's just I don't know, it just it for me, like if I'm having a bad day or if it was a long day, I can play this album or her second album, which I didn't put on the list, obviously. But just her music in general is just like. I can't I can't imagine you listening to her and not feeling better after or feeling a bit more relaxed. So if your blood pressure is high, put this on. <laughs> I feel like it'll be a little bit better when it's over. Mm. Uh, nice. Album three, Damani, uh, with Time Would Tell. Um, so this guy, honestly, the only reason I ever listened to it was uh j cole there's i follow hip-hop dx on facebook and they post obviously hip-hop stuff and there was one article in there one time where like j cole was like he said the album was a classic which i don't think it's a classic <laughs> um but <laughs> i do think it's i think it's pretty good um for me you know i don't know if you know i don't know if anyone knows it's not but damani is actually ti's son uh oh which, i did not know that wow yeah that. and for me that that I think that's one of the reasons why I'm impressed by it because you would, I would, I can't say what you would think, but I would think that, okay, he's T.I.'s son, so he's going to make trap music or, he, you know, he's going right. to try to follow that same path, but he doesn't. Um, he he kind of reminds me of like a young J. Cole, honestly. I, I can't imagine J. Cole not being a huge influence in his music because I just feel like he is. Um, but for me, for him to be like a, a younger up and comer, I feel like he's very, mature in his lyrics um uh is i feel like there's a lot of maturity there which i like to see in, in young young up-and-comers uh also a thing i like about it is the fact that he is the son of essentially a legendary rapper and i'm not saying i love ti or anything but he's gonna go down in history though i mean just his long career or whatever um I feel like even though he has that, he it doesn't that doesn't show in his music. Like he he doesn't it it feels like if it, it feels like just a, a average Joe that wanted to rap and he became a rapper. It doesn't feel like, oh, I'm doing this because I'm trying my to dad. follow my father's legacy. Yeah. Yeah. And although they, there's references to his dad in there, like there's a song where it's like talking about like the teachers are talking about my father's like gun charge or something or something like that. And then and the teacher gave him his mixtape or something or something along those lines. <laughs> um, so, I mean, yeah. And for me, it's, it's on the list because I like, I, I look for young rappers that aren't silly. And I know that's hmm. the word silly is like, well, they're making music, they're telling their story. But I mean, that's true. But there's a lot of I, young, young guys that I just cannot listen to. And I like to see like a young rapper come up that is like, you can tell that they're on to something. So that's why this is on the list. Fourth is Gary Clark Jr. with This Land. Um, I've been a fan of him since his first album, which came out 
quite some time ago, maybe like 2012, actually. And this came out like last year, I think, um, or maybe 2018. It's, re it's, rel it's relatively new. Um, but Gary Clark Jr. Uh, is a is a uh, rock blues artist from Texas. Um, this album actually won a Grammy. <laughs> I guess that doesn't matter. But the reason why this is the reason why this Grammy matters because like the, the the title this land well it's a song called this land as well and that song actually won a Grammy and the reason why that's significant for me is because there's this black man that won a Grammy for best rock song and the song is essentially denouncing you know like racism and to me that's huge because yeah. you know in 2020 you just wouldn't expect a black man singing about racism when best rock song. Now, maybe they was pandering to him. I don't know, <laughs> but I think it's a great song. Um, uh, I think the album, I think the album is good too. I think he is a very diverse artist. Like I think he, he's one of the best, in my opinion, he's one of the better guitarists of his time. Mm. And I think that, if he couldn't sing, like if the man never sung in his life, he could be a guitarist in somebody's band. Or if he never played the guitar in his life, he could be a lead singer in somebody's band. So like he has these two talents that he's really good in. And some of his older work, some in his other album, he actually has a song in there where he's essentially rapping. I mean, it's for the most part a rap song. I mean, so that he can actually rap too. So it's like he he's very versatile. Um one quick story about him uh when i when i lived in florida me me and my wife actually saw him live uh in miami and the, the show was great you know you know how artists do like a, an encore or whatever and this is where he lost me this dude played an encore that was so long that it could have been like another concert like it was he literally played like six songs like dude like we've been standing here for like two and a half hours. <laughs> like, so we actually started to leave. Like, all right, let's go because this is. <laughs> this He's is like, ridiculous. how's everybody doing out here? We, go, we tired, son. <laughs> so, those are my, those are my. And I guess I can say the reason why I picked the album because I didn't really say why is, I mean, I just think the fact that, really, honestly, it's going to be that reason. The fact that this this black dude from Texas singing about racism won a grammy and that's that's just important to me so that's why that's on the list so those are my four word aaron why don't you go first all right <laughs> so I'm, I'm okay with that <laughs> <laughs> just want to put that out to everybody i'm okay with no i'm just saying like we just rotation all right i'm gonna give like a maybe i'm more so just want to speak about the two that i chose all right. But since everybody else is doing the full synopsis, I will do that. <laughs> I'm not super excited about it, but I do it. <laughs> okay. All right, let's go with the Gary Clark Jr. one, This Land. Um, I yo, the musicianship on this album was incredible. It was incredible. Uh that's the best word I could think of because I, I don't I don't want to say a word under incredible. I, I want it to be like I don't know what's more than that, what's better than incredible, but it, it was that. Um, I loved his eclectic nature as well. I was like surprised actually and uh, very impressed. Um, one, like several songs, like he would get, he would do, 
uh, I think my, I, I, I write notes like, I'll put like one song and then say possible favorite and then I'll scratch it out and say this other song is my favorite now. <laughs> but <laughs> but, um, but I, I think Don't Wait Till Tomorrow is my, is my favorite track on this one. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's kind of like a, something about that. It almost felt more like a love song. He has so many different types, but this one felt like the love song of the album. I thought it was really dope. Um, what you said about the guitar was incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that dude. This, yeah, he's good. I can't say enough about how skilled this dude is. Um, I was surprised. Like, there's the song "Dirty Dishes Blues." Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, and it had like a, or was it that? Yeah, it had like a good Charlotte, a good Charlotte, or some forty one feel, and I was really surprised about <laughs> that. It actually made me <laughs> smile. I was like, damn, this dude can do it all. Um, I got like like the governor is more of like a country folk feel mm-hmm. almost which i was like this dude can literally he has every, he has everything on this <laughs> yeah. album man i was like really really surprised about that and the and the and the this land joint i didn't know he wanted to grab me for that that's really dope mm-hmm. um like i did de- i definitely found it interesting that like you said speaking about when you speaking about on this album like in general but spe- specifically that song to win a grammy in 2020 is it says a lot. I hope it like struck a chord with enough people. You know, I hope it wasn't like a pandering and it struck a chord with enough people. Like, yo, this shit was necessary because yeah. that song was dope, man. Yeah. Um, also, real quick, the video for yeah. that is really good too. And um, the sure. and the reason why even like um so like the thumbnail of the video, there's these, these kids, these black kids. They're standing on Confederate flags. They're like in like this formation, and they're all standing on like a Confederate flag. And that's really what made me click on it. I mean, I would have watched it eventually just because I like the guy, but that is like, let me see what this is about. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. so yeah, it's really interesting. Uh, so my critique would be, I did not like his voice. Really? Very much. Not- like on, <laughs> on, uh, on, so like on, not all the tracks, like some of them, mm. like, like the, it's the reason why I don't wait till tomorrow. I was surprised that well how well he could sing, but it, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know like if him putting his voice, trying it out in so many different genres mm-hmm. was as was consistent in the quality. I guess is what I'm saying on each of the yeah. on each of the tracks in, in that way. But his like musicianship, like his, his uh, I appreciated the eclectic nature and like the, like he just incredible guitarist. I mm-hmm. do think he could have like a career as a guitarist, you know, yeah. even if, even if he couldn't sing, mm-hmm. um, but it's like really, really, really cool, man. That act, it surprised me how, how different so many of the songs were, but I still felt like it was a good album. Like I didn't feel like, oh, he's trying so much. He's trying too much shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, it was impressive. I also, he's somebody who I also didn't give enough. Uh, I had heard of him, but I hadn't given him enough listens. To really mm-hmm. give a proper like analysis, you know. Uh, all right, let's see. Damani, who uh, I did not know was he was the Ti son. That's very interesting. Time will tell. Album. This is one of my picks. This is probably my number two out of the um, albums here. This is one of the ones where I put like six of them as my favorite song, and then I scratched it out, <laughs> and then yo, this. Let's see here, man. It felt like a full project, like the consistent, the theme was consistent. I feel like it was 
Uh, I felt like it was cohesive, I guess is maybe is a, it's a good yeah. way to say it. It almost felt like an autobiography also too. I felt like he was super mm. sincere in it and that really yeah. struck me. If I feel I a certain, even if I don't necessarily like the voice or certain, some specific aspect of the music, if I feel like it's sincere, I'm more likely to continue to listen. They're like, okay, there's something that strikes they're 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 not bullshitting at least, you know. I'm not trying to sell us some shit outside of what they are, um, and I got that from him. Uh, the production was amazing, yo. I thought the production on this album was incredible. Uh, let's see. I thought it had like, I think the song. Let's see. I love the strings on a poem I wrote. Um, okay. Incredible. There's just different notes that I jotted down. Um, mm-hmm. Like time will tell. Like. Dark to lighter tone. I, I, I like. I like. How, I love the bridges on this album. We're, we're, we're really cool. I like how it kind of had like darker and lighter tones, but it still felt like one piece of work. It didn't feel like it was all over the place to me, at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was some like I felt like it was. I think I wrote like inspirational, uplifting. Like he was overcoming something, but it was also gritty at the same time, which I loved. It had like the. Uh, a gritty feel that I like. I like a gritty feel in hip hop. Oh yeah, you know, I love that. Uh, I think one day is my favorite song, and mm-hmm. I, I realized like as I was choosing specifically on like the hip hop submissions, as I was choosing favorite songs, they're sim- there's similar to like other albums that I chose favorite songs on. I was like, okay, so there's like a theme here. What the fuck am I looking for? Like, what what mm-hmm. mood am I in right now? So, you know. Yeah, and uh, let's see. Who knew a mic would help me write my wrongs in that darkness joint? Man, yo, that darkness song. Hey. And it, it, I think that was one of the like darker tones, but he just did it so well. Um, he just this album was amazing, man. I'm definitely gonna add it in my playlist. I loved it, bro. This was it was hard to choose between this one and Tom Mish or Misk. Yeah, it's like, I think it's Tom Misk. Yeah, Tom Misk between who was one and two. Mm-hmm. Uh, I might have chosen Tom Misk just because it was a little more fun and like uh, yeah. lighter, maybe. Uh, but this album is incredible for sure. Let's see. The Alina Barraz, you said, right? Yeah. Urban Flora. I, I listened to it twice. And I can say I liked it, but I didn't love it. I didn't <laughs> yeah. love it. Um, I don't. I'm trying to figure out how what it was. What it was about this that, that didn't resonate as much as like a uh, these other albums of similar genres. Like what was I looking for, or what I thought? I'll, say, I'll go with. I, I wrote down dope harmonizing. Like the layering of the vocals was incredible. Um, it felt like a lo-fi album, I think. Like suit, I guess it goes with like the soothing, soothing and like cruising, you know? Like like you said, you you can't turn up, but that's like in, in a good way, you wouldn't want to turn up to this. You'd want to yeah. like chill out and like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um so I guess the one the critique maybe it was like the, the songs sound familiar without very they sound very similar without um Hitting me in the same way, I guess. Okay. On this album, I would say. 
but pretty uh, pretty thoughts is dope as hell. That was my favorite song. Yeah, that's one of my favorites actually. Too. I love that song. I can always find something that I absolutely love, even if I don't, you know, love the whole album. Mm-hmm. All right, now lastly two, the number one, Tom Misk Geography. Yo, this shit, I wrote wonderful, uh, and, I, and, I under, <laughs> I, and I underlined it four times. That was wonderful. So I, 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 I was playing this shit two, two hours ago with my girl, uh, and we were just dancing around doing dishes and shit. Uh, <laughs> I wrote down fun, jazzy Ooh, feel. <laughs> Feels yeah, feels like live music. It feels like live music for some reason. It just it gave me that good feeling that I feel when I'm live listening to music live, and it's like, oh shit, this is dope. Like when I, you know, when you make that yeah yo face. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, soulful, like man, melodic, smooth. Like his his voice balances out. His voice does such. His voice and the melodies do each other so much justice. It's such a balance there on every track. I love the features too. The features was really cool. Yeah, it's hard to pick a favorite, yo. Um, uh, Water Boy is my favorite beat. It's my favorite production. It's incredible. Uh, Water Baby or Water Boy? Is it Water Baby? I think Water Baby actually maybe. Might be I like the tracklist. I'm um, terrible with song titles. <laughs> yeah. So I'm choosing like best is water baby. Water baby, yeah. So favorite beat, favorite, <laughs> favorite production in water baby. Incredible, yo. Um, disco, yes. It's if it's such a feel fun, feel good album, man. This is kind of how I feel. Like you, like how you mentioned about the Alina. I I can't imagine you listening to this album and not smiling. <laughs> like not, not coming out of it with at least a smirk. Like like if you're yeah. a fucking if you're a grouch then a smirk, but like everybody else is smiling. You know what I'm saying? So, so for me, so for me, I need to say this because for me, those albums make our different feelings. Because mm-hmm. like you, you can still you can feel good, like you're saying, in a happy way, which I agree with you with the Thomas, but the Alina, that one is like it's a different type of feel good. That one's more mm-hmm. like a relaxing feel good. Like yeah, I, I agree. So with that. I don't, I, it doesn't make me. It's not upbeat at all. So. Mm-hmm. Um, gotcha. So it doesn't I, make yeah, me want to. It doesn't make me want to get up and dance or anything. Yeah, <laughs> I agree with that. I think that goes with like the lo-fi yeah. idea. Yep. Yeah. Is that the right way to use lo-fi? This is my first time I've ever used lo-fi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not, it's, yeah, it's not completely lo-fi. Lo-fi is definitely, definitely, um, for lack of, for lack of better terms, it's less. It's it's a lot less than that. The production the production on. That Alina album is a lot more intricate than polished. Like, okay, I think, okay. I think when you say lo-fi, you 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 saying like it's kind of like maybe unmastered in its yeah its yeah. quality. It's, it's low okay. fidelity is the actual right. the full. Okay, then I need to yeah. scratch. Maybe I'll just say like the chill, the chill vibe. I'm going with that. That's yeah. that's where I was going with the lo-fi. Uh, don't kill me in the comments. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? Um, they don't know. But like yeah, I did, <laughs> I did. I did mention you're you're right. Cause I did mention like the harmonizing and like the layering of the vocals on there, which is way too much for like a lo-fi scene. Um, mm-hmm. it, it was done wonderfully. But this geography album, man, I got uh, you man, yo, yo, uh, you're on my mind. It's like it's like my 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 favorite song for my girl. Except for I think it might be slightly about like a breakup. Cause they were saying when you were mine. Yeah. 
So like, but like outside of that, just like the feel, like yeah, uh, my girl and I be dancing around to that. We we are we, we already got songs specific on this album <laughs> chosen for it. That's how dope it is, yo. Um, that's good. To, that's good to hear, man. Uh, but 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 yeah. So this is, <laughs> so, so disco. Yes, like groovy, upbeat. It sounds familiar in a good way mm-hmm. uh, throughout the whole album. But man, like you is my absolute favorite song on this one. It's touching. It's just it's such a wonderful story. Uh, shit, I'm, I, I, I haven't I haven't shed a tear yet, but I might depending on how I'm feeling <laughs> on this joint. I mean that song that that song will be the one to do it, man. Um, so to make this shorter, Tom Misk geography is number one for me, and the Damani how you pronounce it right? Yeah, uh, Damani time will tell is number two, but they were they were both quite close. Thanks. Word. Uh, I can go next. Um, mine will be going to be pretty concise. Uh, really enjoyed this list. Uh, really enjoyed the variance of it. Um, let me make sure I'm looking at it <laughs> so I know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> random order. Uh, Alina Baraz. Um, what's funny is I, I don't know that I've ever heard her name. Uh, but I know I've heard that song "Fantasy" used a billion times at one point. Um, yeah, I can't even remember the context in which it was used, but it kind of reminds me of um, it was this old Chicago hip hop dance style called phasing that people would do to like uh, "Computer Love" by Zappin Roger and like other stuff. Like it was like it was a weird uh, time in hip hop dance, <laughs> uh, but it the the <laughs> the production of it kind of reminds me of that era and i really enjoy i really enjoyed the production overall uh i i think the music is the music minimalism vocally is complemented by how intricate the production is and so uh yeah yo that's a good way to say it that's that's a better way more concise way of that's a that's a good way to explain that i think which i would appreciate those terms <laughs> uh so I I enjoyed those aspects of it. Um Damani. Uh I enjoyed the album, although it didn't really stick to me like that. Uh he's clearly a talented young lyricist. I did not know he was Tip's son. That's cool. Um and I I don't know if anybody else felt this way. Tonally, his voice has like the like a hint of three stacks under it. Yeah. It does. Yeah. <laughs> like it like his like the the tone of his voice so slightly sounds like three sacks and and that was that was a uh uh kind of odd thing because he he sounds young and he uh like and his his cadence and everything is nothing like Dre. But probably the ATL. Yeah uh, ATL boom. in him. Mm, that yeah. that that's real. I ain't even yeah, thinking man. about that. Yo, am I starting to get it? Am I starting to get that? <laughs> I've been down here three years. Do I sound like three stacks yet? <laughs> no, you sound like the game right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yo, random. That almost makes you think about the, uh, a, a, a person we used to go to school with who uh, went to college in the South. And uh, he was only know. gone for like three months. <laughs> and then he came back saying stuff like Wody. And got clown. <laughs> nah, I do remember that, yo. You're gonna have to put that in the chat real quick. But uh I, I I do remember having like a full discussion with like 
three or four other people, and they were talking about that. Yeah. Were they like 07? Uh, yeah, it was in our he, class. He was in our class. I don't remember uh, his last name, but I just put it in chat. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it, that it, makes sense. It was, it was like down south, but it was only like, I mean, you can get there in six hours, but <laughs> it was, it was one of the things like he, he had not been gone for like a long time at all. We just graduated and he forgot that his closest friend group were the, were the main roasters in our class. And so he came back got <laughs> clown for like a very long time. Um, but that just made me think about that. Uh, so yeah, uh, I think it's, I think it's a strong, I think it's a strong project. I do think he's very talented, but for whatever reason, uh, it didn't stick to my ribs like that, if you will. And so, mm-hmm. uh, no, that's not a, that's no, uh, uh, indictment of him or whatever. That's not, no, it's not frowning on him. I think he's very talented. Um, but yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it just didn't stick to me like that. Um, so then I'll go to my two choices. Uh, Gary Clark Jr. I really appreciate the versatility of this sound. Clearly, brother is very talented. Um, it almost gave me a feeling of like a uh, uh, it made me think of Stanley Clark, okay. uh, inside inside of uh, compositionally. But I do think that the sounds are different, but compositionally, how uh, layered and big the sounds are, uh, kind of remind me of a Stanley Clark. Um, Brother is really, really talented, and I really appreciated the content of the work. I really appreciated the composition of the work. Uh, I agree with Aaron that his voice is great, but it wasn't consistent. Uh, yeah. But it didn't bother me when his voice wasn't as powerful as it was in other songs. Uh, and my top album, I will agree with Aaron as well, was the Tom M- Miss Miss. Yeah, I think it's Miss. Like so, it's like. Okay. Pretend like it ends in K, like M I S K. So uh, the Tom Misk album was definitely my favorite of these four, where uh, it, it just feels good, um, regardless of whether or not I was listening to it as its own project, or when I took everybody's stuff and just put it on shuffle. Anytime his came up, it just really uh, lightened whatever mood it was, even if the mood was already good, and it just it helps facilitate that groove that just feels good to you. And so, uh, my number one, Tom Misk, and my number two, Gary Clark Jr. Cool. Okay. Good list, good list. Um, <laughs> so, I'll just start with uh, Tom Misk geography. Um, I actually had just heard about Tom Misk. Um, yeah, YouTube had recommended him to me. <laughs> um, and I started watching his vid- some of his videos. He works with this guy who is a I guess like a famous drummer too from the UK. He got he is like a he has uh he plays he I think he plays the guitar too or some some other type of guitar. Who, who Tom or the, the drummer? The drummer, I think his okay. name is Yusef something. Yusef something. But okay. he's really talented too. I guess they work together often. But YouTube has shown me a few videos. Um, 
There's a song with um the dude from De La Soul. Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. and I saw that video. I actually listened to that song from time to time. Uh okay. it was really dope mm-hmm. video too. Yeah, but yeah. the whole the whole musicality of it, like I appreciate the musicianship of this album. Uh I like his singing, like y'all said, is is a really he got a unique type of singing voice. Um and I I really enjoyed that album. Um Elena Baraz actually um she did this she did this album with um a certain producer that I've, yeah. I've uh I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's like Gallup. Yeah. Yeah, I was reading it. I I I I thought I asked myself if I was gonna try to say it and decided not to. But I actually yeah. <laughs> what's interesting is I've been listening to his music. Uh mm-hmm. Pandora okay. put me on to his music. Um and and he has a very unique uh production style that he used he definitely used his style with her music, which I thought was interesting because I only knew about him. And then it's it sounds like it has a unique sound. So I thought it was like something like his album or something. Oh, I, got I guess it kind of is like half and half, but like yeah. yeah. It if you listen to his music, you can tell that the production is is a unique uh to that style, which is kind of cool. It was like a mashup to me. But I, I enjoyed that one. Um Domani Time Will Tell. Actually, I I was not feeling it as much as y'all. I don't know if it was. I think it was to me like the music of it, the beats and stuff like was was decent. And um... yo, did this dude just say decent? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But no, I mean, I, I, truly, I get it because I'm like, I I can clearly see he's talented, but I'm like, yo, it ain't sticking mm-hmm. though. But specifically, I think it was because the themes were. It, it felt emo to me, like, yeah. The that's all I liked. <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah, I and and granted, I I do like introspective things in mm-hmm. music, but I think it was like, I just felt like he didn't have much to say. And I mean, but but what he had to say was personal, so I I can't yeah. I can't knock that, you know. Yeah. Um. And when you say that he T.I. son, it, it, I didn't know that going into it, but now it, 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 hel- it helps me understand like his perspective yeah, because I didn't, I didn't, I had no point of reference as to what he was talking about. Like, okay. As that far as sense. his, his, his traumas and, you know, his, he his spoke past. a lot about having a silver spoon and you know what I'm saying? Right. On the album. He I was, think that's, yeah. I see he what you're saying. Talking about his, his problems often, which, you know, again, is not something that I hate. I just, it got stale to me. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe he, he just didn't excite me lyrically enough. Maybe I'll say that. Um, I guess that goes along with what Josh said. Like, it didn't really stick to me. 
And I think he could have benefited from some vocalists like on some of his music, like some mm-hmm. of his tracks. Um, but yeah, I, it really didn't hit home for me that much. Mm-hmm. Um, but you could tell he he has some talent, you know. He obviously come from that. Yeah. Uh, I just think he gotta find his his uh. Not lame, but like, because who's just, he don't need to do a specific thing. I just, I guess what I, I want to, f- I want to hear him feeling more comfortable just making music, like having fun, maybe. Mm-hmm. He might be in the, right now, he's like figuring things out still. Yeah. Yeah, I can see, what, I can, and, I can see and, how you doing that. And I can understand, we you, we need to hear your story and what, what you you know, whatever, however you want to paint that picture, but it just wasn't uh, uh, exciting enough. I don't know. But um, Gary Clark Jr., this land, um, it was, I would say it was really diverse in the type of, uh, like, I kind of had an idea of what it was going to be about, and I've heard about him a lot in the past. Like, he's very talented, uh, and he's a big... Um, He's a big touring artist. I know yeah. that about him. Um, so I I know that he has big music. Like Josh says, like his music is big. I don't I don't even know how else to describe it. It's like yeah, it's, like it's meant to. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's meant to be played. You know, in, live with a band. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Stadium so, rocker. Yeah. It was. I was impressed. Um, I really liked the song. I don't know what it was called, but I get I get the sense that it was about his mother and making her proud. Pro Cadillac. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was the one. For some yeah. reason, like I, I was I was feeling that one a lot. I like I like that song. Yeah, that's one of my favorite ones. Yeah. <laughs> the funny thing is, the first time I heard it, I thought it was about his wife, but then <laughs> I only heard it once. But then he was on like an interview or something and. He was like, yeah, that song probably kind of like about my mom. Mm. Then I went back and listened I, to it like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> I immediately got that sense, like, how he was talking, like, how he was so, you know, had this gratitude. And he was, mm. the, I saw the video. And it's dope, man. I I don't know why that one just stuck to me. Yeah. Um, some of the songs probably wasn't for me. But then the ones yeah, that. No, I agree with that. <laughs> yeah, the, the ones that were, were really good. And obviously his 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 uh guitar playing is exceptional and his voice is is very complimentary to that. And um I just think he he definitely some of his riffs sound like really classic rock. Like he's really uh I feel like he mastered that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um so yeah, uh my top two would, would be the Tom Mish. And it, it was close between the Urban Floor and Gary Clark. Um, but I'll go with um Gary Clark. This <laughs> land. So that that brings us to uh the top being Tom Mish with three. Uh uh, excuse me. Um why can't I think right now? 
Gary Clark with two, and then uh, Aaron, what was your other one? Mine was uh, Damani. Yeah. So Damani with one. Word. Okay. All right. So we got we got Adam's top. We want to thank you for listening to another episode of the Informally Honest Podcast. This is the audio files, volume two, part one, featuring Adam and Aaron. Wanna thank you for as always for your listenership. By all means, please check out our normal conversations. But this is our special series where we get to share music with one another. Um, and how that music resonated with whoever is sharing it, and then responsively how it affected the rest of us. And so by all means, we encourage you to have these kind of conversations and these kind of connectings, connections, connectings, connections, connections, let's go with connections, these kind of connections with your people, your loved ones, your kinfolk, your skinfolk, all of it. And so by all means, uh, we hope that we're inspiring you to be of those three principles that we try to uh, be steadfast in, in every conversation and in our daily lives, being forthright, being vulnerable, and most of all, honest. Share, subscribe, like, Gmail, inform the honest podcast, as well as IG and Facebook. Peace. Can't look in the eyes of my brother. Without shedding a tear for my brother I really want to try for my brother Cause I truly do